With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, Matthew Martin uh, asks, from an X and O's perspective, guys, what did Vegas change to making our breakout so difficult, or did we just have the not have the legs tonight? Uh, I think it was a combo of both. Certainly the energy was down by the stars. But I think Vegas, in my opinion, I think they went back to the basics as far as what makes Vegas special. You could see they were putting pressure on the Stars defensemen. They wanted the Stars defensemen to release the puck as early as possible. They were forcing mistakes in the Dallas end. They were forcing Dallas, which they didn't do in the last few games, to really fight to get out of their own zone. Um, the stretch pass was not even a factor tonight. So I think those are the changes uh, Vegas made. They were more physical. And uh, I think, you know, tactical wise, I think they just went back to the basics, what made them so success successful in games one and probably three. So what did you think? Yeah, a lot of that. And then also I think I thought uh, Vegas did a really good job of uh, creating off the turnovers too. I think there was times where, um, there's times where Vegas and this happened in games five and four, where Vegas may have had like that initial pressure, or the first forward in, but they didn't create the, uh, they, uh, they didn't really create right off of it. And I thought Vegas did a better job tonight of highlighting what they were doing by the ensuing action. Um, and I think that was one of the bigger things where, I don't think Vegas changed as much. I think they just got back to basics with that. And then they also were actually built on it as opposed to flubbing it, if that makes any sense. It does. Yeah. Uh, Debbie uh, at stars fan DS work on shoring up defense and consistency and play for all. So we'll talk about that in the off season. Thanks so much for your support, Debbie. Uh, Dylan Moreland asks, has there ever been a more burn the tape game in an elimination game? Uh, um, I mean, I'm sure there have been, yeah, 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 for other teams, yes, (laughs) yeah, I'm sure there has been. I mean, it's the like from a Dallas perspective, it's in every every eliminate if you get eliminated, um, honestly, every if you get eliminated, it's a burn the tape game because you don't have a game to plan for until September. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Robbie at Robvious winning two in a row, put them in a spot to end the season with grace, but then fumbled it all away tonight. 
multiple times the stars had uh three to one advantage along the boards for a puck battle and somehow lost it every time uh thought the entire team top to bottom was awful i, I mean a great point they did have several times where they were going against one vegas player and somehow the puck would end up in vegas's hands so that just really comes down to uh I don't know. Effort's a bad word, Sean. You know, I hate to use that word, but at the same time, you know, you just got to be better in all areas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's execution too, like effort execution, like, and it's not that players don't want it. I always hate that narrative, but like, it's, it's, I I hate when people say that because players want to win. That's never, it's not, it's not a desire thing, but like, I think it's more of a execution becomes a bigger thing. So, Absolutely. Wildcat King asks, see, we get to provide some good news tonight. Just tell me we have a shot at re-signing Pavs. He's already signed. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, we do you, have a shot. Yeah, he's coming like, back next year, Wildcat. He's already or, signed. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's not an issue. Yeah, ex- absolutely. Uh, how way? At Howway 4, who's been a dedicated Spits and Suds guy, just wanted to say thank you for reinvigorating my love for hockey this year. Love the way you all help folks learn more about the sport in an inclusive way. That's me, by the way, not Sean. My my question, if you had to choose between keeping the Donoff or Domi, who would you pick and why? Oh, that's a good question. How way? Um, I need to see the numbers. I, yeah. I need to go cap nerd here, Sean. Yeah. I need to know the numbers so I can make a decision based on how else I can improve this team. I agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's something where I, I need to, I need to take a deeper look at the numbers. That's, that's definitely a full conversation to have one player's younger, but one player I think has, um, one player's younger and may have a higher quote unquote ceiling but has a lower floor and the other ones probably is a little bit older will cost a little bit less off first reaction but i think has a higher um has a higher floor where that i don't have to i don't have to worry about the uh, i mean i look at it's it's not it's poor mason marchment well not poor mason marchment he's making a lot of money but he's making a lot of money and that contract is going to if, if he doesn't turn it around next year after this playoffs, it's going to start to look really bad. And um, you could see, you look at Domi, I think Domi's got a little bit, has, he does have a larger track record than Marchment than before he signed. But if when you sign an older player and you sign him to a year or two, like you would sign to Downoff, you're not running into the issue of, you're not running into the same issue of if it doesn't go, if it's not all flowers and rainbows. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ken junior underscore 67. What do you think is the reason for the change in play between game five and six? Ben being back in the lineup should not have affected the play in game six like this. It should have affected it in a positive way. And it did not. Yeah. (sighs) Oh man. It's just tough. At who is Mr. John Galt? Uh, Why do you think we came out so flat tonight? I, I got to be honest with you, John, Sean and I talk about this ad nauseum, yeah. why this team cannot come out of the gates with amazing energy. You got a packed barn tonight, people screaming, 
you know, from the first puck drop, I mean, you should be throwing your body around. You should be, you know, giving this, this crowd reasons to cheer. And if you look back, you can just see so many games where the crowd is sitting on their hands halfway through the first period. It's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. It is. All right. Yeah. Uh, Millsy. Millsy, you're such a great fan. Thank you so much. Great ride. I was entertained all year long. Uh, my question is how the stars get better on the blue line. I know we were a solid defensive team this year, but I felt like it was a glaring issue in our losses. I will say on a positive note, Millsy, and, and Sean agrees with this. It is great to see. And that, you know, we talk about bright spots during the regular season, the rise of Thomas Harley coming in late in the year and becoming a part of this top six defensive core. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, there is, Harley is, has a really bright future. I think he's their second best defenseman right now and will be there for it in September. And uh, yeah, there's a, the key to me is how do you, you go into next season? How do you approach and build things where you are getting the best out of not only Thomas Harley, but you're also now maximizing Nils Lundqvist because like he's someone who you talk about something you need and must salvage. It's Nils Lundqvist and you have to do that and you have to look at some other things on the defense too. Once again, it's going to be, um, it's going to be a fascinating full show on the stars defense that we're going to have to do. We're going to do soon. And, and, and we will, because it's, uh, yeah, it's important. Yeah, absolutely. And for stars fans that say, well, maybe we can use Nils Lundqvist in a trade. I would counter with how many teams are willing to take a former first round draft pick. That was a healthy scratch, um, for you. Uh, not many, that's just not, I mean, you could get something for him probably, but it's not going to be anything substantial. Uh, yeah. All right, Kate Twizzle. Uh, you're such a great Stars fan, Kate Twizzle. Uh, first question, easy one, Gavin, Ken, and Sean. Can Dallas buy out the rest of Suter's contract? Yes, we're going to do a deep dive on that in the offseason. Why wasn't Olafson starting and why wasn't Marchman scratched? Hashtag Tolo. Thanks for listening to that means turn it on, leave it on 105.3 The Fan. So, yeah, we discussed both actually earlier in this podcast, K-Twiz. We both thought Olafson should be in. We thought Marchman should be out. And uh, uh, Sean is going to bring us some really cool analytics and his opinion on the suitor situation in a future podcast. Yes, we will. All right. Allison Taylor. Uh, none of the bounces seem to go our way. How many goals were on Otter versus the D? That's a good question, Sean. Um, I didn't really see. I mean, I guess he could have saved a few, but I didn't see like any weak ones tonight. You? No, I mean, you get outshot. What was it in the first period? Sixteen to seven. Like, I mean, Dallas had, by my count, Vegas had more goals than the Stars had quality chances. Like, it's just the reality of it. And um, if you want to nitpick and you want to pick on Jake Ottinger, not pick on Jake Ottinger, but if you want to nitpick, I did think in the first period. Um, his footwork was a little bit off to me, not in a bad, like I, I blame nothing on Jake Ottinger for this loss, but um, I also wonder how much of that is the energy and he's playing game 82 in the year. So, but I, I, it's, 
this is the Stars' defense got torched. It's whether you put – it didn't matter who was in goal, even if you – so it's, it's, it's on the Stars' defense tonight, not Jake Ottinger. Yeah. She also asked a great second part question that is not being talked about. Um, the Stars kept Eichel from scoring in the season uh, – series, sorry. Is that more that he was passing it to open teammates? Um, I will say this about Jack Eichel, and we talked about, we had a candid conversation at the beginning of this podcast, which you heard about Jamie Ben. Even though Jack Eichel didn't score, he was a massive factor, whether it be back-checking or playing defense or creating plays. Uh, I thought he was a big part of the Vegas series. Oh, yeah. I mean, you watch, you couldn't, you couldn't watch him play and tell me that he didn't have an impact. Like, yeah. And so he was, I don't think, I mean, I don't really put his lack of scoring. Um, I wouldn't hold that against him. Now it's, uh, yeah, he, he, he was, he played a huge role in the series. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tyler Mayer asks, hell of a season, but they go out on a whimper. Hard to argue they weren't given their full effort, but how on earth do you play that poorly in an elimination game at home after such a strong game five? I mean, well, Tyler, um, how do you play that game? Uh, game three coming back to your building as well. So um, those are the questions that Sean and I have been asking, you know, why this team can't come out. And uh, I think Stars fans should be asking that question as well. Robert Tiffin, what is the best consolation ice cream? That's a good question for Sean Shapiro. Best consolation ice cream. See, I'm a big fan of uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's the. Okay. Uh, I'm, that's 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 kind of my. Uh, that's that's my go-to. Um, if I'm not going with the mint chocolate chip ice cream, I like something that's got like chocolate and peanut butter. Okay. So, if I say pistachio gelato, that take away my man card. No, it just sounds very. Uh, it sounds very highbrow. It's like uh, <laughs> it sounds sounds very highbrow. It's like uh, it, it's 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 like it's like I watch Formula One, but I don't watch NASCAR. Like it's not it's not wrong. It's just it's yeah. It's not, it's not wrong. It's just it's just a choice, and that's fine. Like, I understand. It's, like it's fine. So uh, I, I actually <laughs> buy pistachios and put it in there too. That is like so highbrow. I should not admit that stuff. That is yeah. So yep. it's, yeah, it's, it's high right. That's what it is. Sean <laughs> calling me out. I like this. I like this. You can see we're getting chippy. <laughs> Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Addisfaction, that's with two Ds, um, just uh, expressed his opinion. Our expectations for you were low, but holy fuck. <laughs> there you go. That, uh, uh, Rangers will be better in 2023. Well, that's factual. He says, what an embarrassment. Uh, Dylan Heath at D Heath 03. Offense shows a bad time to get cold. A fantastic offense overshadowed some shortcomings on defense almost all season. When the goals dried up, it really showed itself in the worst way against Vegas. Vegas played better and cleaner version of hockey most of the series. I think, Dylan, you answered 
That was a very good tweet by you. Callahan Irwin uh, at Cal Irwin one. I've never been a fan of talking bad about my team on social media, but damn it. I'm disappointed overall. I'm so proud of this team. The next five months are going to suck. Hey, at least it's five months. It could be seven, but I'm so excited for next season on a personal note. I only missed two home games this season. Go stars. Always Callahan. You're a beast for that. Um, You got to hit me up in the future. I'll buy you a frosty. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty badass. missing only uh, two games, but yeah, we're all disappointed tonight. Uh, Aaron Treebing at Aaron tree. Hey, he missed Cal- Callahan missed just as many home games as Jamie Ben did. <laughs> oh, man. Sean Shapiro late night is greatness. That's what I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss when we start doing daytime podcasts, yeah. I'm going to miss late night. We'll Sean trade, Shapiro. We'll, we'll, we'll trade, we'll trade frosties for coffee and it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're listening to spits and Suds. It's the end uncensored Shapiro version. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right. Aaron Trebek does ask, is there some sort of DFW curse where local teams don't show up for the biggest game? Oof. This team needs, this team needs to win a championship. Absolutely. (sighs) We're going through since now 2011 Mavs, right? That's the last title for DFW. That is correct, sir. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And Ray and, Walthers ends it great season. Look like they just ran out of steam. Can't wait to listen to the off season shows. Love listening to you both. And we appreciate it uh, very much. Mr. Shapiro. I do this for you. <laughs> there you, you go. Hear that you hear that I did. crack? I did. That, I did. That is for you. A, a quick personal um, plug for myself. I used to go to games with a girl uh, named Cami Resnick. She was a friend of my, uh, one of my best friends, Jeff. She passed away two years ago of a brain aneurysm mm-hmm. and going to the games this year, Sean, um, Cami used to always make fun of me. Um, she said, you know, you're not going into a snowstorm because I'd wear a winter hat and uh, clothes. <laughs> and I missed that, but I, I drew a lot of smiles thinking of her this year. So I know you were watching the games, Cami. So, I will always love you and God bless you. And we miss you very much. Um, Sean, this has been an absolute pleasure. It's not goodbye. I'm going to force you to do more podcasts. You have, (laughs) you have been an absolute beast. You have been a great teammate and uh, not to get sappy, but thank you so much, man. I, I just, I love like picking your stars and NHL brain and stuff like that. Um, and you've been a, a, a fabulous co-host. Yeah, Gavin, it's been fun. I know we're uh, already talked on this show about other pods we're going to do and everything like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's, 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 we've got a lot coming up still, but it's, so, I mean, this was uh, to, one of the things to just kind of, this would be a little bit sappy. That's fine. Um, the, um, Obviously, before this season started, you go back to September, my career took a bit of a turn that was unexpected. Um, Lost a job I wasn't expecting to lose and had to figure life out quite a bit. And um, one of the one of the conversations I had soon after that, you and I started chatting about, hey, would you be interested in doing some of this, doing some hopping on and and uh, 
going into the podcast space because that's something that uh, I was now able to do, being a, a free agent, not by choice at the time. And it's been it's been a lot of fun, man. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you for um, bringing me on board for this, letting us continue to talk stars hockey as often as we do, and to really uh, stay engaged in all this because it's uh, – and as I said, this is going to be a little bit sappy, but I, I really look forward to this. Um, it's been a weird – for me, it was – Sometimes that were weird figuring out this, this media industry as things have changed and I was forced to figure some things out, but this was a really nice stability point for me kind of from early on and everything for us to come in and talk hockey to, to have some fun, have some great conversations. So I want to say thank you to you, man, for helping put this together, helping bring me on board here and to the people who have listened because like we see the numbers and it's been, yeah. I mean, that's so cool. Like it's, it's really cool. Like it's, it's, it's something where I know it's, um, everybody wants to, I mean, this is, this is, this is really one of the coolest things I do every week. So I really, I really appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate you guys for, for doing that. And it's been fun. Yeah, there's absolutely, absolutely. And from what you just heard is all the more reason to buy the book. We win here. <laughs> you're so good at that pivot man thank you, man. you're, you're thank so you. good at that pivot. Like... <laughs> so we will probably do a podcast where we go over the stories of we yep. win here but that doesn't mean you can't buy the book correct, all right correct, and correct. uh sean put a lot of effort into it some terrific stories of the texas stars which now are the dallas stars many of the players so it's uh it's a cool book and uh love supporting uh sean and his cause also want to point out so we have a silent producer called Gregory Finley. Yes, Greg. And Greg, we came up with this idea that, hey, you know what? After the games, uh, could we do a podcast? And the reason we say that is because if Sean and I took the era, if we went, you know, let's say tomorrow, you know, it takes some time to turn it around. And by that time, it's like early afternoon and, you know, you're dated information by then. And so Greg without a pause said, absolutely. And he's been with us even on his days off yeah. um, from work. And uh, I asked him, you know, because it was late nights and I was running up to the radio station and I said, you know, is it possible to get a microphone and some equipment? And I had that equipment within a week and that allows me to do it out of my house um, late night. And just, he's just been a rock star and an all-star and uh, we probably should have mentioned him more, but thank you so much, Greg. It, it just truly means the world, how dedicated you have been on this ride. And finally, yeah, as Sean pointed out, this is all about you stars fans. So one of the reasons that um, we created spits and suds and we were very fortunate to bring Sean on, but all I heard from stars fans was uh, nobody talks about the Dallas stars on a consistent basis. So to be honest with you, we wanted to create something so we could. And it was also to call the bluff of the Dallas stars fans. Cause here it is. And you know what? You guys rose to the occasion and I cannot stick tap you guys enough because people say that hockey talk doesn't work in this town. Well, spits and suds has absolutely grown further than my expectations, further than Sean's expectations. Um, 
it's just been special. And uh, that's why we want to continue it. That's why we want to deep dive. That's why we want to be personal on Twitter and read all your questions. So, you know, it's not a goodbye. So I hate to elongate this stuff, yeah, but yeah. it truly is a thank you. It's a, it's a massive thank you because you guys, when we came up with this idea, hey, let's do post game playoff, you know, we just figured, you know, it, it's, it's good. And so therefore we can get fresh material. What we didn't know is that you guys would come out. I'll be very honest, more than any other hockey podcast in Odyssey. And there are some big markets. There are original six markets. And for you guys to do that, that shows how great of a fan base you truly are. So while the season ended, we have letter grades to give out in a future podcast. Sean's got deep dives on players. We got letter grades to give out on the individual players we have so much more to bring you guys and you guys are the ones that propel us to do that so a massive thanks so sean man get some sleep you deserve it yeah and everyone once again thank you and i will say this uh the buyout window starts june 15th or 48 hours after game after the stanley cup is awarded so whatever comes first so (laughs) sorry whatever comes Uh, second whatever comes second so (laughs) all right all right so yeah you guys have to like spread the word the podcast is spits and suds and you know what so when we do these podcasts, if you subscribe to this podcast, it'll automatically show up on your feed because we're going to be doing these and I'm going to be trying to book some really cool interviews. I want to get Hannah Bilka back on. She was just playing for team USA. So I want to get an update for her because she's transferring to Ohio state. She's out of Capel. Um, we talked about having Curtis McKenzie on Mike McKenna. We're going to get some cool guests on as well. So subscribe so that these can get right to your phone or go right to your computer so for sean shapiro i'm gavin spittle thank you so much unfortunately the stars eliminated tonight but we'll be back soon with another episode of spits and suds right here on 105.3 the fan or wherever your favorite podcasts are found